What is going on, all you guys and gals, all you Marks Maggies, all you cheapos out there? You are listening to Cheap Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, like always. I am TJ Albin, the provider, the ring announcer, the analyst, all the names. You know, you know the names here, folks. Let's be real. You've listened to this many episodes. Let's be real. You better know the names by fucking now. Joined alongside with me is the intern, Mr. Jake Golding. How's it going, guys? How's it going? I'm back. I'm back. You know, even interns need vacations every once in a while. I just need a need a couple episodes off, kind of refresh, um, get my mind right. But I'm back and I'm here, and uh, it's good to be back for sure. Well, it's not just you. So here's my thing. Okay, we had we last week we kind of coasted on episode. I'll be honest. Okay, and we're coming up on the video tomorrow for the battle for the interstate, which is going to be live at eight o'clock tomorrow night on the Daily Go YouTube channel. And to be quite honest, it's there's let me be just blunt with you guys. There's no real build for this. So if you're listening to this and you've listened to this, how many times have we actually heard about the battle for the interstate? Maybe a couple times. I'm bringing it up. We found we found our date and then never talked about it again. So where's the real build for this? You know, Jake, I want to ask you that. Like you're the intern going into this video. Where like where's your head at for tomorrow? Um, and yeah, so I mean, that was kind of another reason why I've um taken uh so many episodes off just to kind of kind of get my head right. Um I definitely need the time off, kind of definitely to uh to restructure. I wanna be um ready for this. Um I, I wanna be the champ. I wanna prove people wrong. I know I got a lot of doubters out there that, that are saying I can't do it because I am the intern, I'm not experienced enough. But um, I, I had to kind of block all that hate. I, I had to, to get away from uh, the social media. I, I had to just relax, take a couple steps back and, and focus on the task at hand. And that's to win the CTW championship. Um, I don't know if um, Dylan Sariva is doing the same thing. I haven't heard from him at all. I, I don't know where wow. he is. I don't know if he's training for this as well. Um but everyone wants to come for Brandon Carr's championship. But um, all I got to say is, is I'm ready. Uh, I'm refreshed. And all I got to say is, is uh, you guys have uh, an exciting video to watch tomorrow because it's, it's going down and you're going to find out who, uh, who walks away with it. And you know what? You bring up Dylan, you bring up Carr, and they're not here again, which I keep saying it's fine, but in reality, it's not. And if you want me to be honest, not, you know, shit happens. And I understand that, but I'm going to air it out because I am officially changing this podcast up and I'm announcing it on here that in the next few weeks, nobody knows it's on the daily go. I am changing up this podcast as the provider for CTW. I am changing things up here, but not to dwell, (laughs) not to dwell here. Car Dylan, good luck tomorrow with whatever. Whatever happens, happens tomorrow. 
So good luck in the challenges. Uh, I know for a fact that a lot of these challenges are very, uh, I wouldn't say difficult, but uh, very uh, interesting to say the least. Coming up with them uh, with myself and uh, the editor uh, came up with a lot of these. Took a whole entire night, just said, you know what, we're going to figure out a hundred different ideas. We got a hundred different ideas on there. Hopefully you guys get through them all. Maybe, maybe not. But whatever happens tomorrow, it's pro- hopefully it's for the better for CTW. Whatever happened, like I said, whatever happens, happens. But like I said, I'm going to shake things up here. Starting next week. The start well, CTW is be- shake up. I like it. I like it. It's not even a shake up. There's no real shake up here. But at least I'm I'm being forward with like everything that's going on. I want to be upfront with everybody, you know, but speaking of being upfront, officially Bray White is going to be back on the wrestling scene as of October 31st. And he's like posting some cryptic messages saying he's almost free. He's almost freed. Like uh, the baby will feed soon. Post a picture of the fiend character. But as far as WWE is concerned, they're still selling his merchandise. So, Jake, let me ask you, do you think that Bray Wyatt is still part of the WWE? Um, that, that's honestly like, I don't really know. I mean, it's kind of weird that they um, they would still have his merch on the website. Um, I, I know there's a um, floating around. There's some rumors that he might be uh, doing a potential uh, Bray um like a Wyatt family return with different characters. Um, I don't know if that's going to come to fruition, um, but it's definitely a, uh, it could be like a little hint that since they're still selling his merch on um, WWE.com that he could be coming back um, maybe as a new character. I mean, we really don't know. I mean, definitely if they're selling his merch, there's got to be something uh, floating around um with him in the wwe I'm, I'm honestly not sure but if he does come back i mean i, I was kind of sad to see him let go I, I thought he was doing really really well um i thought he was on the rise um i think he was getting booked kind of kind of well so i was kind of disappointed to really see uh wwe uh release him but maybe they changed their mind and maybe he's gonna come back as a new character um i i guess only time will tell and i guess we'll see what wwe's uh plans are for him you know it's always after the releases, they always try to offer the guys lower contracts, uh, lower extensions. Like we saw that uh, a couple of years ago with Drake Maverick, uh, Rockstar Spud. And we've talked about that before uh, with WWE. Same thing with a couple other guys uh, in the bag for the WWE. So it's not, um, it's not uncommon to see. But a guy like Bray Wyatt did really shake up the industry. And we even talked about it here that a guy like him being released by that company, there have been stories about him being a tough person to work with. I get that, but you also have to understand that he has a creative mindset. So maybe if something doesn't go right, maybe it's like, okay, that it's that creative flow. It's that creative genius that just is trying to get out, but it's not. And then if you look at like, if AEW tries to hop on this, and even Tony Khan has said it, Tony Khan has said they've talked as friends, but they haven't talked about doing an AEW contract with them. If that's Tony Khan's way of saying, yeah, maybe, but maybe not. You never know. Especially like with Tony Khan leaking out possibly the full gear card. The following announcement 
has been paid for by by me. Hi, I'm TJ Alvin, your ring announcer for Showcase TV and Showcase Pro Wrestling. Hey, are you tired of watching wrestling at home on Monday nights and Wednesday nights? Yes! Do you want to live your dream to be a professional wrestler? Yes! You can at the Showcase Pro Wrestling Training Center. What? That's right. All you have to do is get through the hardest door, that front door, and we can make your dream become a reality. What? All you have to do is start now. Yes! 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 Go to sprestling.com and sign up today. Tony Khan had, there was a picture of Tony Khan that went out with possibly the full gear card. Tony Khan has stated that there's still more to come with that. That might be the leak. That might not be the leak. So he's kind of like pulling, like, you know, pulling like back and forth with this. Like, it's a maybe, but maybe not. Oh, there might be more. There might be more news to come with this. But the fact is, is that one of the matches that we could definitely see is Moxley, Brian Danielson, for one, but especially with this AEW bracket going on. And then obviously just announced this week, Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega for the heavyweight championship. That has been officially announced at full gear. But let me let me just tell you, and I, I keep saying this, and I love long-term storytelling. I really do. I really like it. Because, look, you look at last year. What was the match that started the show at Full Gear? Jake, I want to I wanna, I wanna ask you this one, because I know you're still new to the show here. You're still the intern. Let me test your knowledge here. What was the match that opened the show? At full gear 2020. Oh man, put me on the spot. Oh, um, I have to. I have to. So You're full the gear intern, 2020. Yeah, I, I know. My, um, speaking of that, where's my coffee? I, I know. I still got to get your coffee. You know, DoorDash yeah, has just been. Yeah. It's been very slow. I mean, I, I placed the order in. I still haven't gotten. I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna have to talk to them. I'm not happy. Did you switch the numbers <laughs> around for my address? You switch the numbers around. Um, yeah, maybe I put maybe in the wrong address. I, I have no idea, but I, I got to get to the maybe. bottom of that because I'm looking bad over here. The boss needs a coffee. He needs a coffee, you know? The boss needs a coffee. The provider needs to be provided his coffee, damn it. Um, So I, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to say was the first match. I'm, I'm trying to go back to remember. I believe John Moxley was the AEW um. Yeah, champion. Uh, was it him versus Eddie Kingston? Was that or was that the main event? That or was, was that not the, even a match. That was the main event. That all right. So see, I got the main event right, but I I didn't get the uh the starting match right. It's the main. Um, Jake, if you want me, to, do you want me to just help you? Do you want me to just like say? Yeah, me? I think I'm gonna I'll I'll need, some, need some help. All right, tag me in. All right, it was the match that we're gonna be seeing at Full Gear. The match that we're seeing, Hangman versus Kenny. A year ago to the date, you have Kenny Omega locking up with Hangman Adam Page. Originally, it was for the shot at the heavyweight championship, and that's where we started to see the turn of Kenny Omega. And now we're seeing it come full circle at the same pay-per-view. And actually, you know what? To even add to this question, do you know why the pay-per-view is called Full Gear? I know why the pay-per-view is called Full Gear. I, I mean, to start, it's definitely a good name for a pay-per-view. Yep. Um I don't, it just has a it has a good um click to it but um if i had to kind of put a guess to it um 
kind of how everything comes to like a full circle. Um, everything kind of adds up. If something happened, then it kind of full circles around and it makes sense for happening. And it's going to happen in the future. If I had to take a guess. No, you're, you're on the right track. You're, you're on the right track of it, but there is like a story behind it. So when AEW in 2019 came together, the story was hangman Adam page wanted to become the first heavyweight champion. And he said it at the first press conference. And I guess I'm going to be giving a history lesson here, folks. Anyway, I'm kidding, but I don't mind it. I love showing my knowledge. 2019, when the company came together, like I said, Hangman said he was going to be the first heavyweight champion. Pack went up against him. Pack was against him becoming a first heavyweight champion. And then the storyline was Hangman Adam Page had to be full gear ready for his match at double or nothing against Pack, but that match never happened at double or nothing. It actually happened a week before on their YouTube channel. So Full Gear was based off of Hangman Adam Page's storyline to build to Pack, which was be Full Gear ready, being ready to go, having that look of a champion, like being ready, having the gear, having like the body, the face, the the hair, you name it. the The reason there's like the story called Full Gear, or because the term full gear, it just means you're ready to go. And full gear was that story. It was one of the one of their first stories for AEW. One of their first stories, I should say, other than Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega, Alpha versus Omega. But that was their the whole story behind it. And I'm hoping that I, like I'm hoping I explained it well. And if I didn't, please let me know. We have an email. But yeah, so with with um AEW doing this match, having this match, Kenny Omega versus Hangman at full gear is a complete full circle for the story one. Is the I'll say this right now, it's definitely a page turner in the career of Hangman Adam Page, because that's gonna, I think this is gonna elevate his career after that match. And I can't wait to see the story that they build for this match. Yeah, definitely. And uh, for all the marks at home that don't um, that don't really know um, Adam Page, he uh, he made his return October 6th on an A yep. Dynamite um, and as a Joker in the ladder match. Um, it was his first match back since the five on five tag team loss to the elite a few months ago with the stipulation that he could not be able to challenge for the title. Um, and he didn't take uh, time off because he was injured or anything. He actually took the, um, the time out to spend with his wife um, who was expecting their first child. Just um, if anyone didn't know that out there, just a little background about that. So thanks, man. Oh, no thanks, problem. Man. I think it's going to be an amazing match though. Honestly. I think it is. Uh, Hangman Adam page is a great talent. He's a great worker. And by far, I'll say right now he's elevated in his career. I think not giving him the title right away was the perfect move to build up the story of he doesn't need the elite to be successful. He doesn't need Kenny Omega behind him, the Young Bucks behind him. Him by himself doing this cowboy shit is working for him. And it's working for a guy like Tony Khan, especially because that's going to be money right there to buy that pay-per-view. And I'll tell you right now, I'm going to buy that pay-per-view because I want to see that match. That's a big match to watch. I honestly don't think um, there's an AEW pay-per-view that has been like has made you not want to buy it. Every single match on their pay-per-views have just been so good. There hasn't been one match in my opinion, that's been bad. Well, John Moxley, Kenny Omega at revolution. That one, I will say when it was that explosive match where they had the botch 
for the explosion in the ring where Tony Khan even said to the guy who provided the explosives, I don't even want to pay for this. That sounds like a me move. Let's be real. (laughs) That sounds like a me move. I'm not paying this. Yeah, this looked like shit. I ain't paying for this, man. (laughs) And actually, another side note, I do remember another match from the uh, 2020 Full Gear pay-per-view. I believe it was... Cody Rhodes at the time, he was the TNT championship. He faced, was it Darby Allen? At that time, I believe it, he was, yes. And then, yeah, because that started off, yeah, because that started off with the uh, Cody Rhodes, because they finally got his name back and they announced it that night that he finally got Rhodes back in his name because he won, not to say won the trademark agreement. It's not even a win, it's just you finally were able to apply for that trademark agreement. But it was good. No, like I'm glad you brought that. I'm glad you brought that up because with Cody Rhodes, next Saturday is going to be taking on Malachi Black for the third time. And I, I gotta tell you, this story is just very. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's very interesting because I I like how they're building Malachi up as this dark figure, as this like you know just like this big hit, this like kind of like a. Um, I'll put it as like their undertaker, but not like their undertaker. If you want to put it that way, it's weird how I want to put it like that. Like no one matches the undertaker, but like, it's just a newer generation look or a modern look to like a horrifying figure, but just like dark character, how he presents himself in the ring, his style in the ring, uh, the way he works, the way he moves, the way his entrances, even his entrance is like unique, very, very unique. Finn Balorish, I'll say it. But just actually fat more like um, a more um, fine-tuned uh, entrance, I'll put it like that. Not to an- overanalyze entrances here, let's be real. But with Malachi versus Cody, look, two, it's 2 nothing in the series. It's 2 nothing in the series right here. The, the rubber, this is not even a rubber match. It's like at this point, we're definitely going to be seeing Cody Rhodes going over. And if it doesn't happen, and if it doesn't happen, Cody Rhodes doesn't go over, maybe we'll see a fourth and final match at full gear form, but with these two. But I like how these matches are not happening on pay-per-view. They're all on TNT to build the rating. Because not every match has to be that main eventer on pay-per-view or that big match on a pay-per-view. Cody Rhodes is more focused on being on TNT rather than on pay-per-view because and honestly, to be like really honest here, he's like the new face of TNT, not the new, I shouldn't say like the face of TNT, but just a rising star in, in the TNT, like uh, the Ted Turner universe. Cause look, these guys own show the go big show. Uh, what is he got? Like roads to the top. He's got. He's also on Rampage, and he's on uh, the AEW Diamond. Why can't I think of it for a second? Ugh. But yeah, like he's just like that guy on TNT. Yeah, just one thing with uh with Malachi's um entrance and uh, how you were talking about it. Uh, personally, to me, it kind of reminds me of. Uh, I know we were talking about it earlier. Um, it kind of reminds me of Bray Wyatt when he was with the Wyatt family. How he came out. Um, and um, uh, like he had. 
the other people they had the goat uh, one guy had the goat mask he had the lantern and I, it kind of resembles a, a little bit like that for me. I know how he comes out with the um, almost like the the skull mask, and he, he's got like the black um, black the cloth. black cloth over his head. Yeah. It's like very dark and mystical. So for me, I, I kind of get like a little um, Bray Wyatt vibe there um, from the Wyatt family with his uh with his entrance for sure. He does it. it you can't compare like two different storylines like that, like. Malachi, I think, is more unique in comparison to Wyatt, but I can see the resemblance and where you're going with that. But at least look at it this way. You're not getting a plastic mask. On yeah. Face, you know, not getting That's a toy store mask. Like, this mask is very different. It looks uh, it looks real, like more realistic, I'll put it. You know, I get it. The WWE wants to stay PG, and I get that. But it's like if you want to really push the envelope – or the like to push that in, like look what Malachi's doing. He's doing shit like that, and it's getting over. Fans are loving it. He's supposed to be a heel, but they're loving the shit out of it. Hey guys, TJ Alvin here with CTW, and I don't know about you, but I'm looking to get some leveling up in my gaming. So I've been heading over to Platinum City Gaming to get my gaming on. From classic arcade games to some of the newer arcade games. They have bumper cars. They have PC gaming. They have half-court basketball. Check this out. They also have a full bar and opportunities for you at some new trading cards. And to top it off, they have laser tag. Oh, did I also mention they do have a little bit of karaoke? So head on over to 294 Winthrop Street in Totten, Massachusetts. Once again, that's 294 Winthrop Street in Totten, Massachusetts, right off Route 44. And check out Platinum City Gaming. Well, supposedly WWE is going back to saying uh, bitch on TV. So I don't know how PG they're going. <laughs> they might be upgrading to TV 14. <laughs> now, with... WWE with their ratings, look, they'll draw, they'll, they'll do like the bitch, they'll do that, they'll, I don't know, turn up the, turn it up a little bit. By the end of the day, they're just gonna stay PG. WWE will give you that, like you know, that little, the little salt, like that little sprinkle here and there. They'll magically put it on there to make it. Oh my god, it's so edgy. They said bitch. Is it really edgy though? Is it though? Like, come on. Is it really that edgy? Like where? Okay. Oh, it's great. It's oh, they said bitch. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. We're we're going back to the attitude era here, folks. Oh my goodness. No. Or you see, like okay, with a guy like uh, with a guy like Bobby Lashley, for example, who's like a great talent, and you have to work Goldberg in a no holds barred match. First off, <laughs> might I say? That's going to be a short, no holds barred match. Shortest I'll probably ever see. And for a guy like Bobby Lashley to do something like this, okay, it's a payday. So he's going to just do it. But with, uh, with a guy like Goldberg, I think he has a specific deal to work in Saudi Arabia. I think, from what I've read, I think there's a specific deal for him to work in Saudi Arabia at these shows. So, like, in a way, it kind of works out for the WWE. They don't have to use them as often. But for Saudi Arabia, they got to push the envelope with something. They have to push 
that boundary of okay we need this guy but let's not push him all the way like we'll reintroduce him build a story pushing the story back in uh SummerSlam when it was Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley it was for the title Bobby Lashley wins now it's not for the title it's about just getting that respect back for his son how basically he choked basically like knocked him the hell out that's the whole basically the whole story and we're going to analyze that we're going to analyze this on Wednesday, that will be up our crown jewel analysis. I won't give my predictions here. I can't. I I, I can't because I'll probably talk to you. Maybe Carr. Hopefully they show. Maybe Dylan. I don't know. Depending on who wants to show to these recordings. At this point, I might have to do like one of those things that the Bow Sox do. Sometimes I don't agree with them, but I'm gonna give them the shout out. You know, like I might I might have my problems with them. But I, I actually know it's kind of grown on me a little bit. They've kind of grown. Ooh, maybe I'll yeah, give I, don't, I don't think I'm their biggest fan right now either. I've been listening. No, they're not. I've been listening to a couple episodes. I've been getting ripped, so I, I don't think they like me that much right now either. So, you know what? Hmm. Goldberg, I might have to cut this episode short. I might need to, because I might need to make a phone call. I might need to, depending. Last thing I want to talk about. Last thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about the break. I want to break down real quick the tournament for the AEW championship for full gear. And if it comes down, I I said it at the beginning with the bracket with if we're actually going to see John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. And if that happens, that is going to be a super stiff match. And that is going to be a hard-hitting match. And if that opens up the show, I you don't understand how much I'll mark out to this match. Yes, they they've like they've gone up against each other in WWE. They have in the past, but this is I, I just feel like this is a different era for both of them. The both their characters are very different. Both their characters are I, not only like both their characters are in different places. And they're also, like I said, and they're also in a different place too. Like you have this badass, now the GCW champion, John Moxley, going up against the American Dragon here in Brian Danielson, which, like I said, I think it's going to be good. Like this whole tournament breaks down well for them both to meet up with each other. Like, look, you got Dark Order number 10. Versus John Moxley. Okay, John Moxley's going over in that one. Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. All right, that one can go both ways, depending on how you want to book them. Dusty Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Perfect match to start off with. Perfect match. You have the veteran versus an in-ring general. Both of them are in-ring generals. That's a great match to kick off your tournament with. And then you have Lance Archer, Eddie Kingston, which they're still building up their story from Grand Slam. So you have a guy like Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston going at it. Like I said, that's going to be another hard-hitting match. Goldberg, your thoughts on the tournament breakdown? Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely um, – it, it, I was looking at the bracket a little while ago, and I, I'm actually really excited to see this. Um, like you said, I know we've seen um, – Brian Danielson and John Moxley fight before in WWE, but you're, you're right. I mean, AEW is a whole different game. Um, the, both these guys, they, they come in and they're booked so much better in AEW and AEW just lets them do so much more than WWE. So I'm honestly excited to see 
uh, that that match. Uh, honestly, I think that is a potential to be a five star match all day. Um, both guys are amazing athletes in the ring. And I think, like you said, myself, you and any other big wrestling fan out there is going to mark out to this match. Um, personally, I actually, I don't know when they're going to do it. Um, unless I'm late to the party. Um, I still want to see Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. I know their first match ended in a, um, it ended in a draw because of the, I uh, went over the time limit. Um, hopefully down the road, they do something out of, I'm guessing probably a pay-per-view where they, where they finish the match and maybe they can do uh, a no time limit or maybe like a, a 60 man, uh, 60 man, a 60 minute Iron Man, ma- Iron Man match where they can just beef it out. I, I think God that would be it, amazing. Kid. It's your wording. English motherfucker. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm a, little out of, I'm a little out of it recording kind of late. Um, But yeah, really? I mean, on, Honestly, if they did like a 60 uh, minute Iron Man match, I think that would be an amazing match. Another potential five star match for sure. So, but yeah, like I said, I mean, AEW's got the right idea. And I was going to kind of track back to it with um, Malachi Black. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he was really good in the WWE, but he just wasn't getting booked right. And I don't mean to bag on WWE. Uh, they have so many good superstars. Um, and it, it's kind of hard to, um, to make everyone that number one guy. So I kind of do and don't blame WWE because they only have so much time and there's so many other superstars that, that want that number one spot and want to be booked well, but it's like, you can't really do it for everybody. So sometimes you got to make that move like Malachi black going to AEW. I, I think he's just getting booked really well in AEW and if you look at him when he was on WWE, personally, if you ask me, I couldn't really see him being a champion. But now his move to AEW and what he's done and, and how he's that top guy, he's the top alpha male dog. It's like, wow, like you can definitely see a change from when he was on WWE to AEW and Absolutely. like how they did the whole thing with um. I was going to mention that with um, Cody Rhodes, how yeah. he dresses in all white, the white suit. Uh, it was kind of like a heaven versus hell, Malachi Black. In well, he does it with black. all the matches, dude. He does that with every yeah. match. It's heaven versus hell. It's the like it's the dark versus the light. Or same thing with uh, when it was him versus a go-go. When it was America versus uh, Great Britain or UK. You know, the, he does that with the matches. And I, I, I respect that. It's a classic move. Like, cause when you, and this is also my, like my media, like kind of research on this too, is that like, when you, like, when you think about, um, when you think about a character in a show, they wear colors specifically for specific reasons. It tells a story. So what they're wearing is going to tell that story as well. It's going to speak more volume. So when you want to talk about, okay, light versus the dark, that's what you exactly already thought of. That's perfect, perfect analogy here. You got God versus the devil, heaven versus hell, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. It's that kind of feel and it's that kind of look. That's the story that they wanted to present. But is it going that way? Not at all. The fans are not behind it. The fans were, the, the fans are not behind Cody, if you want to be honest. The fans are not behind Cody. I, I There's some reasons behind it. Like I don't, particularly no nor do i care it's a story like i said it's a story that's focused on tnt and that's like that's great and all like cody rhodes is a great 
worker. He's a great dad. He's I can go on and on and on about the accomplishments that he's had. But when you're not getting backed by the fans, it's like, really, what can you do? And not to put anything on him, you know, like I know people are out like people out there like, oh, like, oh, he sucks. He's this. He's that. But at least he's putting the time. He's actually putting on a great product. He's not in the ring. He's putting out great shit. He's put as an EVP, he's doing phenomenal work backstage. This is not always what he wants to do is wrestle. He has other opportunities out there in wrestling to build and build as a producer, build as a uh, business, uh, as a business associate, business person. You know, he's doing a lot of big things for himself, building his own name, building that definition of his net worth to TNT. For example, and if you look at the buy-in for this past Friday, like, if you think about that, Tony Khan was behind it. Let's be real. Probably Cody Rhodes was behind it, too. If you think about it, not to give like give that shine to Cody Rhodes for a second, but you got to look at TNT. You got to look at AEW for what they're doing. They're bringing in the best talent in the world. You got Minoru Suzuki taking on Brian Danielson on YouTube. On YouTube against SmackDown in the same timeline, in the same time, like, stamp going up against your old rival at the same time. SmackDown was running at the same time. AEW had the chance to do a buy-in. They did a whole hour. They did a whole hour before Rampage. Two hours of Rampage, if you think about it. Does Rampage need it? God, no. No, not at all. They don't need two hours. They need an hour. Just give them the hour. But when you have Minoru Suzuki versus Brian Danielson and Bobby Fish versus Lee, those are two great matches to kick off your audience and then bring in CM Punk to the main show. Hey guys, TJ Albin here with Cheap Talk Wrestling, your cheapest podcast in professional wrestling. I want to take a second to give a shout out to New Age Wrestling. They have a permanent home located at the Eastfield Mall at 1655 Boston Road in Springfield, Massachusetts. If you're looking to pursue your dream at becoming a professional wrestler, head on over to New Age Wrestling. For more information, head on over to Instagram at new underscore age underscore dojo. Once again, that's new underscore age underscore dojo on Instagram for more information. And that's also I want to talk about. I think we talked about it before with CM Punk only wrestling on Rampage. I think we've talked about it. Have have we, Berg? You're the you're the intern here. You should know my records here. Um, I don't. Uh, I'm trying to look back. I don't believe so. I, I know. I'm trying to think of the last time we talked about CM Punk. I don't even know if we even talked about um his first match on rampage. I know we talked about the only thing I can really remember is when we talked about his, um, his first debut at, um, at, uh, all out. I believe yeah. it was all out. Well, so back to let's, so then let's, instead of overanalyzing this and then wasting valuable airtime, let's talk about this. Is, let's just talk about CM Punk for a sec. Only wrestling on rampage, bold move by AEW only having him wrestle on Rampage every so often. Perfect move by them. Perfect because it builds the ratings for Rampage up. Now, has it worked for them? On paper, it has not. But I understand the booking behind it, and I understand the reason behind it. You have him on Wednesdays doing commentary. 
building up the matches. Plus, it builds your viewership to listen to a guy like CM Punk, who's been missing in wrestling for a long time. Then on Fridays, you have him for that hour. You start off the night. You kick it off. You kick off that first 15 minutes with the highest ratings of the night, and then it drops completely. Perfect way of setting it up. And then on top of that, your lead-in for this week was those two matches that I brought up. Those two matches are the perfect lead-up for it. Now, are we always going to see that? No. The only reason why we're seeing this is because it's on a Friday night. It's not on Wednesday. It's on a Friday. And it's not. And Friday was also in Miami, so it's Rampage then Dynamite. So it's kind of like you didn't have that lead-up on Wednesday to go to the Friday. You're going th- uh, Friday to the Saturday. So I get the lead-up to go into Dynamite. I actually even forgot that it was on Saturday. That's how like screwed up my schedule was. <laughs> Yeah, and that was another thing I was gonna say. Even when he's not wrestling, I like how AEW is still using uh, using him. Like if he's not wrestling, he's a commentator, and then and then Fridays he fights on Rampage. I, I love that. And another thing I was just gonna mention uh, before is I like how AEW um, they think differently from WWE. Um, the thing is, if with WWE they see these potential five-star matches and, and they use these top guys you won't see them fight a match on raw or smackdown they're going to save it for a pay-per-view because they want people to pay that 60 dollars to watch the pay-per-view but AEW, they, they don't care about that they want to boost their tv ratings and they'll, they'll put a guy like um cm punk fighting every friday or um who was it? Uh, Kenny Omega and um, Brian Danielson. That match right there was was on Dynamite, and it sh- it should have been on a pay per view. Like that's just what I love about AEW. They they think differently, and I think that's what's going to take them to the top. And I know you mentioned it before. Um, a lot of people saying Cody Rhodes sucks. If you ask me, I think Cody Rhodes made the best decision of his career by leaving WWE. Uh, if you look at him, he started off um, with legacy see with uh randy or and ted ted dibiase jr um he wasn't a main guy if you ask me at the time he was kind of like a sidekick um i couldn't really see him going for the wwe championship and then the whole gimmick with um stardust uh if you look at him as stardust and look at him after leaving the WWE fighting in um, Japan, uh, going to all these promotions, um, how he changed his hair gold and he, he became the American, was it the dream or nightmare, something like that. He, he definitely made nightmare. a good career choice. It was the American nightmare. The American nightmare. The American nightmare. It's just, it's just crazy. If you look at him as Stardust, it was such a joke compared to him leaving WWE and and all the changes he did, going from promotion to promotion, fighting in Japan, and and just seeing him in AEW as like a top guy. Because if you asked me back when he was with WWE, I would have said there's not a chance in hell he's going for a big championship. And boy, was I wrong. So he definitely made the number one career choice by leaving WWE. WWE for sure. Absolutely. Because, and we, we I, we've talked about it before here. He wanted to always win the heavyweight title with his dad around. And that nightmare came true that he never did that. So we we've seen that, but he's building a better legacy now for his future, for his, for his family, for his name in his dad's honor. And especially for a company like TNT, they're going to go far by far. And with Tony Khan's booking, I'm hoping to see. I'm hoping to see some good stuff out of him. I'm really am. 
I think he's doing a good job so far. But let's see how it goes. Let's see how it continuously goes. This guy has a great mindset, man. This guy, I, I, I'll be honest, to like in private conversations, I said, oh, this guy's a football guy. This guy's an owner of a football team. There's no way he's going to build this great company. And I, here I am talking about his company. Like, I'm fucking, like, just hot, like I'm just hyped on it. I am hyped on it. And I'm hyped on wrestling. I'm always hyped on wrestling. And that's why I love talking on Cheap Talk Wrestling every week. And I love plugging Cheap Talk Wrestling every week when I'm at new promotions. Like this weekend in Springfield, I was plugging the shit out of CTW. Plugging it in the back and in, 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 in person to a lot of the fans, talking to the fans. Make sure you listen every Monday, every Thursday, and whenever on DailyGoats.com. I'm making sure I'm print, Dude, you should have seen the crowd on Saturday. You should have seen the crowd on Saturday. Really good crowd, exciting crowd. Video from that will be up this week at Cheap Wrestling on all forms of social media. It will be up, hopefully, if the guys who run my media, the I won't say it's the editor, it's my media guys. I got media guys now. We have media guys. We're, we're getting up there in numbers, bro. We got to get media there, guys. Sometimes the media guys don't like doing it, but I, I try to push it. I push, I put out so much stuff. I send so many pictures. I tell them, put it up, just put it up, send it, go for it. That's how you do it. Is uh, CM Punk booked for full gear? That, that was just a question I had. Uh, so, right now, so when we, so going back to like Tony Khan in that notebook, uh, it was supposedly going to be CM Punk versus Wardlow which I think is actually kind of a cool booking. It's a young guy. It's a big guy. It's like David versus Goliath. Yeah. yeah that'd be nice. Versus like this young guy. I could see Wardlow having a future after this match, like a real good future. Maybe you push him against MJF. Maybe, but maybe we could see that push for MJF versus Wardlow later on. I don't think it's time for them to break up. I know they teased it a year ago uh, for all out. Last year when like MJF was challenging for the title. So hopefully we see something big out of that match. I hope to see something uh, good out of that story, but we will save that for another day and for another time and another topic. But for now I have to go make a phone call, but we are going to bid you. Adieu. So. Make sure you follow us on all forms of social media. And it is so nice. Berg, for the love of God, can you say it more than twice? Cheap Wrestling. At Cheap Wrestling. Make sure you follow us on all forms of social media. At Cheap Wrestling. Make sure you're also subscribed on all forms of podcasting. Spotify, Google, Apple, uh, Pocket Cast. Uh, I, did I, I said Google. We're on the Yeoman Española in Colombia. There's some applications down there. There's some application. There's other applications. Let's be real. There's other apps out there that listen to Cheap Talk Wrestling. So make sure you go listen. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you are you have those notifications, those beautiful notifications on when we post whenever we do, every Monday, every Thursday. And also to remind you guys, Bobby C will be on. Simply uh, the Splendid Bobby C will be on this Thursday. And, you know, and I have to apologize for this person, for Sebastian Cage. Sebastian, and this is just announced, officially announced, Sebastian Cage will be joining CTW Friday. That is news. That is breaking news right now. Sebastian, the lit superstar, Sebastian 
Cage will be on Friday here on CTW. So we have a jam-packed week. Look, we got the episode here today, Monday. We got Tuesday. We got the battle for the interstate. Good luck to all you guys. And I know I had my rant before. My apologies, but I had to get it out of the way. Tuesday, we have battle for the interstate. Wednesday, we are going to have the crown jewel recap, and we'll go over the card with everybody. Thursday, we're going to have this the splendid Bobby C. I get them so confused because he's team splendid. He's team splendid with Fabio Las, which we're going to have him on eventually. I talked to him. Beautiful. Very nice guy. Anyway, we're going to have him on Thursday. And then Friday, we're going to have the lit superstar Sebastian Cage on the show Friday. So make sure you guys have your notification turned on. Damn it. I had so much to say there, Goldberg. Can you add? I need to take a breath for a second. I need to get some oxygen. Yeah, man. You guys, you guys definitely <laughs> got to tune in. We got a lot of special guests coming on, and um, and TJ has been killing it, getting all these guests to come on the show, and and uh, with, with the graphics, the promoting, and he is the um, he he is the entertainer. He is the provider. He is the CTW CEO. And you guys going to put some respect on his name. But yeah, like I said, definitely, guys, follow us on all forms of social media. Um, Turn on notifications. Yo, man, I'm sure there's somebody in Yo Colombia man. that's translating that this to that. Spanish. You so make Spanish sure you guys go listen. App. But make sure you guys also follow. Like I said, make sure you follow us, subscribe, all that stuff. We are going to have some future announcements soon. We have some big guests lined up. I have just got off the phone with a lot of different guys to come on the show. We have a jam-packed schedule coming up for interviews. I can't wait to announce them. I just have to confirm them first real quick because I am that provider. I am the provider here. So for Jake Golden, the intern, like I said, I wish you luck, my friend, tomorrow. I have been TJ Alvin, the cheapest man in pockets. Berg, it feels like you had something to say. You're interrupting the provider. What did you have to say? No, I was just going to say, man, I don't need the luck. It's going to be uh, Carr and Dylan that's going to need the luck tomorrow, man. Well, thank you for interrupting for that five-second spiel right there. I thought you were going to go longer. But now the intro music is going even longer than possibly before. So for Jake Golding, the intern, I have been TJ Alvin, the provider, the entertainer, the, the recruit, the the uh, ring announcer. I have so many different titles, so many different names. Apparently, my business card is now just an 8x10. So make sure you guys listen every week, and we will catch you guys next time. As always, keep it cheap, and we will catch you guys tomorrow. Later. <laughs>